Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining Wonder, Wonder, Repeat. Today we have Cindy Pope on from Northology Adventures, and she's also the event coordinator for Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat. So stay tuned. We're going to find out what's going on up in her neck of the woods. Hello, Kara. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Sipping your warm cup of goodness over there. <laughs> I understand. You're, so you're up north. You're further up north than I am. I am in Arkansas. Where are you at? I'm in northern Illinois. And it's pretty chilly there, huh? It's a balmy 48 degrees. <laughs> it was spitting snow a little bit. What? It snowed yesterday. Like legit snow? Legit snow. It didn't stay, but it was, it, the snow, actually, you could hear it. It was so, like, oh. crispy and, you know, mm -hmm. that pellet kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's here. Snow. Winter is here. Do you, do you get snow every, do y'all, are y'all guaranteed snow there? Yeah, we get snow every year, a lot of it. Um, sometimes we wonder if we'll have a white Christmas, but we always get lots of snow. Oh, see, sometimes we get snow, and then sometimes the weatherman calls for snow, and all the schools cancel anyways. That's just how <laughs> we rolled out here. <laughs> like, bread and milk is gone quick. People panic, you know, and I'm like, no, bring it on. So let us know in the comments, everybody, if y'all like the snow, if y'all like the summer. But anyways, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are. Um, I am just a weirdo that likes to be in the woods aren't we all <laughs> yeah um when I was a child uh, my parents could afford vacations to state parks because they were free yeah. and so we go camping and uh so I always tease my dad that this is all his fault <laughs> um but really it is you know he 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 took us camping and uh fishing and hiking and all that good stuff as kids and um it's weird because I love the outdoors and my brother just yeah he he doesn't really care for it oh really so did y'all when y'all camp did y'all go like tent camping or did y'all have a camper oh uh, we had tent camping to begin with we ended up with a really cool pop-up camper for a oh, while pop-up camper like one that you well, drink no, it was really cool because it was like almost like a book. Like it would open. I, I can't oh. even do it. It would open like a book. Like yeah. the, the whole tent would be. You like know, one of the pop-up books. Yeah. And the tent, yeah. it was the canvas. It was really cool. It had a zip-on annex, which was as big as the camper too. And it was super, super light. In fact, light enough to be towed by our 1976 Pinto. Oh, wow. I don't even know what a pinto is, unless you're talking about beans and chili. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a tiny Ford car uh, hatchback that was infamous for exploding when rear-ended because uh, the gas tank was so close to the back. Really? But, uh, yeah. But we had a, it was a hatchback. Um, and I have to mention, this is the most epic trip I remember as a child. We took that Pinto and that pop-up camper and a canoe <laughs> and my brother, my uncle, and our dog, Tippy to South Dakota. From Illinois. From Illinois. I, I didn't know at the time when I found out as an adult, we were actually supposed to go to Glacier National Park, uh, but we ran out of money in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> so you so, went, what did you find in South Dakota? Well, my, my mom had an uncle that lived there. So we, we stopped and visited the uncle. And for the longest time, I thought, oh, what a great trip to visit Uncle Floyd. That was Aww. so cool. And then I realized that as an adult, we were supposed to go to Glacier and we never made it. So 
That's Ooh. awesome. I love the little stories though that, that you wouldn't have any idea because you thought it was the greatest time. Yeah. I, I just thought like, oh, remember that trip to South Dakota, the Badlands and this and that? And like, oh yeah, that was a great trip, kids. <laughs> <laughs> little did you know that little the glacier. Know, yeah. Have you been to Glacier? I have not, no. I want to go so bad. That's one of the ones that's so far away from us that it's hard to just get to because Matt's like you have to we have to like be dedicated to go. That yeah, long you drive. have to you have to make the commitment. It is yeah. quite a ways. Because Yellowstone's the same. Like I want to go see Yellowstone too. Yeah, you know, just to get all get all up in there and see those things. So, well, my husband was at Glacier um, with his family as a child. Okay, and he said that his grandmother was very paranoid of bears oh. and she says to grandpa i think i hear a noise it, it's probably a bear he's like oh it's not a bear no i hear something there's i bet you it's a bear no there's no bears and a bear ran at that moment as if on cue through the campground through the campsite grandma was like no yeah <laughs> she never let him forget that i have every year that we go to colorado i have always wanted to see a bear I've never seen a bear. And so I was just like, I want to see one. And I know we have bears in Arkansas. It's not that big of a deal. But it's just something about going out on a trip and you see a bear. Like, it's like you're part of the wild, you know. And so we went to Colorado. Well, first we went to Moab. Actually, this year we didn't. We went to Colorado. We stayed a little bit. Didn't see anything. We saw some moose, which at this point, moose are cool. We see them all the time. Um, they're I've such little. Moose. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so cool. Matt, so the, the first one, the first year that we went there, we I was we had seen all these deer and we got to the campground and Matt, you know, he's unpacking the camper and all this stuff. And I'm like, not moving. And it's like, bam, bam, get your camera. You're going to want your camera. And so he goes and gets his camera and he's thinking, oh, it's just a deer. And no, like from here to probably about 20, 30 yards is a mama moose and her baby. Wow. And, you know, moose are, like, real protective. And so Matt, of course, the idiot that he is, he goes, <laughs> he goes, and he's like, I'm going to get it. And so he, like, starts going, like, gets his back to trees and goes from tree to, like, to, and he's, like, real, real close to this moment. Like, we got some great pictures, but he was dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky that moose didn't charge. They are huge. Oh, they're massive, but they just look like cartoon characters. They just look so goofy, you know? They look like they wouldn't hurt you, but they really, really would. But, yeah, so I wanted to see a bear. And so we went to Moab. We went to Colorado a little bit this year. Didn't see a bear. Saw some moose. But then we went to Utah, and we saw a bear. And I was just so excited. So, so <laughs> excited. And then we saw another bear. And all of that's been in Utah, which you think Utah desert, you're not going to see any bear because – I don't know. I feel like Colorado is where bears should be. Yeah, you have a point. That's just me. Absolutely. But anyway, no. so what you you got into overlanding because of your grandpa or your grandpa, your dad, your dad or your grandpa? Um, I got camping because of my dad. Okay. So did y'all do y'all still go camping whenever he, before he's still with us or? Um, he's still with us, and he does come camping. He's what? How old is he now? He'll be seventy-five. And, uh, yeah, he, he'll, he'll come camping. He, he went with us, um, I think, this past summer. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, uh, we were up in the UP. We went whitewater rafting on the Menominee River. We went to Trier Outpost. Yeah, and um, he came. And he's got a little YJ Jeep. Okay. Um, and he's got a tent. And he puts his little tent up. And he's got a little blow-up mattress. It's so cute. Aww. And uh, yeah, he, he he camped once. Uh, it was pretty cold too. Uh, he wasn't happy about that. I think he skipped out early on that. But yeah. he's still pretty adventurous. Um, in fact, we're having a. He, he lives about four hours north of me in Wisconsin, and up in the woods. Wisconsin. And, yeah, and so I I regularly use uh, his place as like a base camp. Okay. And so I'm bringing a bunch of Wisconsin Overland folks up there for a Christmas tree hunt. And uh, he'll go out with us um, in his little Jeep. It's so cute. And he has a blast. So That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's it's fun that he's still, still having fun with us. 
Yeah, that's super inspiring too, just to know that he's, you know, getting out there and doing it in his little Jeep and just having a blast at his age, even like that's what we want to do at our age. Yeah. And everybody loves his dad jokes, or at least they pretend Does to. Does he have dad jokes at oh. 80s? <laughs> you know, his dad jokes are so, so bad and it's terrible. I'm very close with my dad. Uh, we've done, you know, mountain biking together. We used to yeah. whitewater canoe together. He was like my adventure buddy for forever. And we're so close. And I've really picked up a lot of his bad joke habits. Oh. And one of my friends asked me after I had told a particularly bad dad joke. He said, how are you not a dad? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, besides the obvious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's, it's so awesome. It's a blessing to have him still with us. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, I, he'll probably outlive me, um, but he, he does <laughs> still love the outdoors and, uh, yeah. So you said he has a Jeep. So what kind of vehicle do you drive? Uh, right now I have a, <laughs> a 96. A Pinto, <laughs> no, it's not a Pinto, but you could probably put a Pinto in the side of it. Um, it's a 96 E350. Okay. A Ford van um, with a Quigley conversion. So it's a four wheel drive. Okay. Um, it's on 33s. Um, okay. I think I have a picture. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There you go. That is our trip this past spring. We went down to uh, the Daniel Boone Backcountry Byway with Jeremiah and Renee okay. and Kate and Jordan. And uh, that's so before where is that we get at? Daniel Boone. Uh, it's in Kentucky, um, okay. east of Lexington, um, okay. in the Red River Gorge area. Okay, Matt's only and been to land between the lakes there. It's it's uh, it's a couple few hours east of there. Okay. Um, and it was so cool. It, it was springtime. The red buds and the dogwoods oh, were blooming. Gorgeous. And yeah, it was beautiful. And a funny thing too, it's an hour. Uh, if you go an hour farther east, mm -hmm. um, is where my grandfather's from. Oh. Uh, so it's there's a little family history there that I actually never met any of my grandfather's family. Okay. Um, so uh, I have that's to make cool. it back there and go over there. Yeah, that's way cool. And where was this one that you took? That one was up in the UP, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Okay. I, I scheduled a trip for the Michigan Overland Group, um, and I took them uh, from the Munising area over past Marquette through the Huron Mountains and up to the Keweenaw. Is that is that part of this one too? Nope that was that was a Wisconsin Overland it's trip. Like Find Cindy. Where is Cindy? It's like, where's Waldo? <laughs> oh, I feel like it, but I love it. You know, I mean, I'm part of a lot of different groups and then, mm -hmm. you know, just with our own um, business that we do trips with, um, it's fun to uh, meet people and, you know, do different things, different places. They're all have their own unique charms and, oh, yeah. you know, um, different I, I, it's funny. People are always like, Oh, I'm going to come up and, and go overlanding in the UP in January. And, and I don't think people realize that there's going to be like six feet of snow. <laughs> it's just not possible. And the people that live up there are like, yeah, come try, have fun. But like snow removal is a daily thing up in the UP. Yeah. Like it, it, in, in the Keweenaw, it probably snows like 90% of the days. Oh, wow. And that lake effect stuff, you know, they just get dumped on 10 inches at a time. Yeah, that's so, crazy. But so yeah, what, else, have, what all have you done in your van? Because I can see you have an awning here. Yes. Uh, we have you sleep the, in the back. What's that? You sleep in the back? Yes, you, we do. Okay. Okay. Our, our awesome friends, Chris from 1941 Adventures, built a an aluminum platform oh. for us in the back where we... Okay sleep uh there's a mattress on the top mm -hmm. and then underneath um there's a little dog kennel area and storage mm -hmm. and then you can see the awning there with the awning room which is really uh necessary for bug season do you get a lot of bugs up north oh really? dude 
the the flies and the mosquitoes will drive you crazy if they don't carry you away. <laughs> I like, thought that was only bad down south. No, it's You're terrible. Me it's everywhere. <laughs> it's terrible up north, and and I think especially up north because um, a lot of the the UP and northern Wisconsin, uh -huh. there's not much topsoil there's a lot of bedrock and okay. that holds all of the moisture there's bogs everywhere and okay. that means bugs everywhere so this doesn't have anywhere anywhere to go i guess yeah it's just it's crazy like you'll inhale them like the mosquitoes get so bad in areas that you can't breathe in without you'll have them. to tell me what season that is because i will not want to be yeah there. pretty much june through mid August. This, your summertime then. Yeah. Summer is when it's buggy. Yes, pretty much summer. Gosh. So where do you look, guys like to go often? I know you said you're in Illinois, so and you go to Wisconsin and the UP. Like, where do you go whenever you just want to get out and explore? When I want to get out of town, like really out of town, I go to the UP. It's really, um, I mean, it's far away. We sometimes stop halfway up at Dad's in northern Wisconsin and, and use that as a, a springboard. Um, to go and explore. Um, I, I took a few trips to Southern Illinois, um, mm -hmm. uh, the Shawnee National Forest, and, and that uh, is really beautiful down there. But again, you don't go in the summer because it's so hot and humid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, like I said, we went to well, Kentucky. We have an air conditioner now, though. Oh, wow. That's so, fancy. I know. We're moving up in the world. I wouldn't know what to do with myself with air conditioning. Oh, you know, because like we we, we bought the max fan for the van, right? Yeah, yeah. And we never cut the hole in the roof and put the van in. <laughs> and so I had this little, it's right here, actually. This is ri ridiculous. Okay. I have this USB fan. Yeah, we have a fan like that. You know, and well, it's just here for like, more. like old lady hot flashes. And <laughs> That's why it's right here. <laughs> but I thought, okay, I better bring this in the van. And this thing saved my husband's life this past yeah. June. Or it was July. It was so hot. We were up in, in Wisconsin. It's amazing what just having a little bit of air circulation. Oh yeah. And sometimes even just the humidity, if it's not that hot and it's humid, you just need something to move the air. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Dang. So you go to the Upper Peninsula. Is there any place in particular that you go to or you just like to go? Um, you know, it's funny. I have a friend that has a camp. Um, we like to visit there. Um, there's a lot of fun, like just dirt roads everywhere. Okay. Uh, I used to be in love with the Munising area. It's very beautiful, but there's a national lakeshore there and the tourism has just absolutely exploded in the last few years. Mm -hmm. And unless you go in the off season, which is awesome in the off season because the weather, like in September, October, the, the lake and the waves and the storms, it's just beautiful. And now it's kind of um, hard to figure out when the off season is. Yeah. I mean, even then it, it's, you know, town isn't empty, but you know, it's, um, I kind of like gravitated over towards the Western end of the peninsula and, and the Keweenaw Peninsula a lot. Um, there's, you could spend your whole life exploring up there. Yeah. And, and never see all of it. You always find something new. And and I first went because it was beautiful and it was the Northwoods. Mm -hmm. And the more you go, the more history you run across in the woods or see in town, the old mining operations, um, the little ghost towns and the cemeteries. And oh, it's just wow. a really interesting, interesting place. And you know, a hundred years ago, it was a really, really hard life up there. Wow. I, I, I want to go so bad. But before we get into this any further, I mentioned that you were the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat or CORE coordinator. <laughs> and you kind of, the CORE coordinator, I guess is what we could call it. Oh, we could call it the coordinator. The coordinator. There we go. <laughs> There's your dad joke. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I have Jeremiah Oswald. He shared um, from Overland Pioneers. He shared his video with me. And I want to give everybody like an introduction to what we're about to discuss here um, as far as core goes. And if you're staying on the podcast, be sure to check in 
with the YouTube channel and also our Facebook channel so you can actually see this video because it's really, really special. So without further ado, here we go. Year four of CORE. Everybody starts their trip to CORE differently, but it seems over the years, more and more camp their way up to Michigan. No matter how many times we cross the bridge up into Keweenaw, we still get excited to see those fall colors. What's even more exciting to us is the meeting of new and old friends. Like every year before, the pre-core campout has become a tradition. Some of the faces stay the same, and some are new. Arriving to the Keweenaw early lets you relax and take in more of the area. But then it's time to pack up and head into the event. We love getting the Trails Ends Campground and see the core staff smiling and ready to help everybody out. We get escorted to our camp area and all of our friends set up camp and get ready for the weekend ahead. After we get our prospective camp set up, we head over to the vendor village to see what they've got going on. Vendors come from all over, from far away to local, and TC Teardrops always comes in force. The Vendor Village is always the hangout hub, and there's never a lack of good people and pups to meet. This being a smaller and more personal event, you can spend as much time with the vendors as you want asking questions. Vehicles are checked over, comms are synced, it's time to do some trail riding. And with endless miles and variety of trails, it never seems to disappoint. You can do the scenic routes, or you can get into a little bit of rock crawling. There's something for everyone up here. Every small town seems to have something unique about it, just like Gay Beach. It was a project to remove this man-made beach, so we were happy to be able to plan on it just a little bit before it's gone. you're looking for just pretty scenery and to relax and take it easy while you're up there, look in any direction and start walking because everywhere you go is beautiful. Right outside Trails and Campgrounds, Copper Harbor and some of the prettiest hikes you can find. Speaking of hikes, check out the one that leads to Montreal Falls. Montreal Falls is just one of hundreds across the UP.
you can spend a day just going and seeing all eight lighthouses on the Keweenaw Peninsula. is also a mecca for activities of the aquatic variety. Float, fish, or kayak to your heart's content. But a staple activity of core is getting together at the end of the night for awesome giveaways, some adult beverages, and some fireside camaraderie. I find myself looking at maps and finding out what I want to do for the following year. We'll see you for year five at CORE 2022. Okay. I want to go to CORE so bad. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, my word. I never knew. Those waterfalls and the hiking. And I noticed there was a cute boy driving this blue Jeep Gladiator. I'm going to I know. That cute boy <laughs> with the cute blue hair. I know. It's pretty cute. Oh my gosh. But seriously, that looks amazing. And it looks so much fun, especially around it being a smaller local event. So tell us more about CORE, Sydney. Well, first of all, I have to say thank you to all of the attendees and for all of the vendors that support this. I mean, it is just, it's a community thing. I have a team of people that help put it on and, um, it's 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 a laid back event and we have like certain hours that vendors are open so that the vendors can actually come out and have fun with us on the trails or they can go do mountain biking we had some vendors that did mountain biking there's guided kayak trips we get a, one of the outfits in town gives us a big discount and oh look at those <laughs> everybody's um, loving it yeah it is so much fun and um I, I have to pause here and I might get choked up a little bit. Yeah. Tell us about um, it. I met this, well, you know, you're talking in a, in a, in a Facebook group and there was this fellow named Rob um, Azarowicz. I hope I'm saying his name right. And um, he was working at a place called Northwinds Adventures. They have a uh, camping for, they, they run a, like a, an adult or a, I'm sorry, a youth camp through the summer. Um, and they had this really neat venue and they had these platform tents set up and they have cabins and, mm -hmm. and, and he always talked about having people come up there from the group. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I actually went and visited him once and met him and like, um, he said, Oh, go here and go there while you're up here. <laughs> and the wheels just started turning and I couldn't even wait to get back home and say, send him a message like Rob we got to get people together and we got to get them together at Northwinds and uh, so we, we met and we hatched a plan um, I brought a few friends up there and it turned into core and uh, he moved back to Green Bay from Houghton so he kind of dropped out of the actual running and, and planning of the event but he was always a big help and a big supporter and a big uh, cheerleader and uh, he passed away yesterday, and my heart's just broken. Um, he came to CORE this past September, and I, he had had cancer for a couple of years. And uh, I was so touched that he made the effort to come out, and it was so awesome to see him. And uh, But, you know, hey, Rob. This is for you, bud. This one's for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to miss him a lot, and I, I my heart goes out to his family. But I bring up. Rob, you know, obviously because of what has happened recently, but from the beginning, he always wanted it to be about community. Um, he wanted people to come together. Um, in the beginning, we, we did, you know, a meal together. He wanted people to sit down and get to know each other and become friends and network. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it's become. Um, you know, people now we have friends that come people come back we've we've had people from vermont and new jersey yeah. and idaho and that's um, one thing that everybody has said something about it is how intimate it is it's a very small little 
place that you can all fit. You know, as you can see in the videos, there's only so much room that you have. Um, but that's what makes it even more great, you know, because I've always heard that love is built in small houses, you know, just because you have these really, really small, compact, you're, you're forced to get to know each other and you're forced to be able to be around and involved with each other. And I just yeah. love that. Yeah, it, it's pretty great. Although we, we may have a small house. We have a giant bonfire. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's really awesome. It's, it, you know, this past year, I, I, there were a lot of new people there this year. Um, Chris from More Expo. I saw him. In the video. Asked for a show, show of hands, like, you yeah. know, who, who, who has never been to CORE before. And there were a lot of hands that were raised. And um, I, I had a lot of people come up and say, you know, thank you and your team uh, for putting this on. It, yeah. uh, it really, uh, a lot of people that hadn't done anything um, overlandy, so to speak, yeah. you know, getting out and, and having an opportunity. And I kind of do like, you know, there, there's something for everyone. You don't have to have a big built rig. Right. Um, and, and or fact, a rig at all. If you can or a rig at all. Yeah. 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 Um, and you yeah. just love the outdoors. Absolutely. I, I had, uh, at one point my cousins came and, and they didn't go out on a trail ride at all. They went bike riding and paddling and, you know, you could use it as a base camp just to do adventures that you don't normally get to do anywhere else if it wasn't so cold we're supposed to be leaving for new mexico tomorrow night i would want to go there honestly but it'd be a little too cold i don't i can't <sighs> the cold. i'm gonna it's tell gonna you cold. this is a little secret you yeah you can even bring a lowered car if you want <laughs> that is true what <laughs> You're crazy, Fletch. He's, he's so crazy. Um, as beautiful <laughs> as everyone thinks that the Keweenaw Peninsula or the Upper Peninsula is in the summer or in the fall, uh -huh. my favorite season there is actually winter. Really? It is so breathtakingly gorgeous. Um, That's because it's literally taking your breath away. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um I have to say a shout out to Todd. He has our, been our title sponsor for the past couple of years. And I'm going to let the cat out of the bag and announce right here and now that they are title sponsors for 2022 as Yay! well. Todd with TC Teardrops. Todd and Carol were at the very first meeting uh, with Rob uh, back awesome. in November of 2017 when we all huddled around this way too tiny fire and the wind was just ripping and it was spitting <laughs> rain and in this little tiny fire we were huddled around it trying to keep warm um but yeah the winter is beautiful there's skiing there's fat tire biking there's snowshoeing um you go we took a snowshoe hike along the lake it was just oh, wow. mind-blowingly gorgeous is it is it really cold there right now or is it just kind of cold but no snow right now i could tell you Right now, because yeah. this is this is and it takes place in Copper Harbor. Copper Harbor, yes. Right okay. now, it's thirty nine degrees and cloudy. And cloudy, okay. Yeah, um, they're 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 about maybe a little bit colder than us in northern okay. Illinois, but they get so much snow. They have yeah. a little snowmometer as you drive up towards Copper Harbor. And it gives you an idea. It shows you 300 inches tall. Oh, wow. That's like the average snowfall. Oh, dang. Um, yeah. That's, that's serious. It's it's a lot. Hey, real quick, Cindy. So yes. Lee Gibson, she said that she took her mom to St. German, Wisconsin in early October a few years ago. I have no clue where that's at, but it sounds fun. So we lived at a base camp. Where's your favorite place to go in the forest in the Upper Peninsula or Upper Wisconsin? Oh, you know, um, I know where St. Germain is. Um, we like to, um, the, the Nicolay, the Schwamigan Nicolay National Forest used to be two forest units that they combined into one. And the Nicolay is in the northeastern part of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And she's probably closer to the Schwamigan, which is in like the central northwest. This is making um, me want a shawarma. <laughs> it's funny if you see the word spelled too. I always love to see people pronounce <laughs> Schwamigan for the first time. It looks like Chequamigan. Yeah. But uh, anyway. I'd be like Chuck Norris. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it um I love the the Nicolay over by Lakewood and Leona. Um it's it's not very popular. It's very sparsely populated. 
And I like where it's not popular. Yeah, um, the towns are small. It's not really touristy. Um, it's it's very beautiful. Um, that's one of my favorites. Of course, um, we have a family cabin, and my dad lives in the in the inside. Actually, the, there's a little neighborhood inside the Nicolay. Um, that he lives in. And then uh, in the UP, I mean, obviously, I love the Keweenaw Peninsula. Um, Munising area is very beautiful. Um, it's very, uh, Porcupine Mountains are gorgeous. Central, I mean, you get, <laughs> you can't dark. go wrong. It's like 98% forested up there. There's little lakes everywhere. There's little back roads, dirt roads, national forest roads. Now, is it all everywhere? Is it pretty much all, see here in Arkansas, we have what's called the motor vehicle use map where you have to follow that to find out what the legal trails are. So is it like that in the upper peninsula? It, it is in, in areas in, in the upper peninsula, there is the Hiawatha national forest okay. and the Ottawa national forest. Ottawa's okay. over kind of like um, on the middle to the Eastern part. And the, the, am I getting that right? I get them mixed up. Hiawatha. Hiawatha's over there. Ottawa's it's either that there. or it's the opposite. We'll yeah. Go that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the, the Nicolay National Forest, yes, they have motor vehicle use maps. Um, so, okay. you know, we look at the open dates for that. But in the Keweenaw, it's all state forest. Oh, okay. Um, so, and most of the roads are public roads or county roads. Um, now, what I heard in the video that that gay beach that they were all driving on, they're about to like, not make it a beach anymore well here i'll tell you the story about the gay beach um okay. there was a mill there probably a hundred years ago mm -hmm. that um hey michael <laughs> oh what an awesome comment hey much love man that's awesome um but anyway gay um there's a town called gay and there was yeah. a mill there where they would crush up the rock the, for the iron ore or the I'm sorry the copper ore to get it out of there and the mm -hmm. waste rock they would just shoot it out onto the shore and so heck yeah snowshoeing there is great um so there's tons and tons metric tons and tons of this waste rock that's m made sort the of black a beach there, there. Okay. yeah so um what's happening with that is it's drifting out into the lake every big storm comes and takes some of it away and it's okay. um, affecting, I guess, some fish breeding habitats. So um, there's an environmental remediation effort. They uh, This past year, there used to be a big, like, 20-foot-tall sand cliff. Mm -hmm. uh, that had been removed. They, they, I don't know, they pumped it out. You, there was all sorts of, like, equipment and big tubes oh, wow. and stuff where they pumped a lot of that out. So there... It, there's a it's an ongoing effort um and i don't know hey august <laughs> i don't know if there is um a timeline i'm sure there's budget issues but but they do the, the local authorities and i think the indigenous population there use that you know they go fishing and stuff and they want to take care okay. of that so it will eventually not be there anymore gotcha so, gotcha yeah. Gotcha. But it looks just so gorgeous. So you have all these vendors that can go and do all these things as far as off-roading too. And I know that y'all meet up at the point. And I think I have a picture of your van at the point that they all camped at. Is that oh, right? That is true. That's out at High Rock Bay. Yep. It's like a tradition to go and camp there the night before. It really has become a tradition. You know, the it's a long ways to get to Copper Harbor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people need to come up the day before. And, yeah. and the event doesn't open officially until 2 p.m. So, um, yeah, the, they come up, they camp there the night before. They go do a bunch of fun stuff and then come check in at CORE. So CORE, it starts at 2 p.m. Is it like, do you know the dates yet for 2022? I do. It's September 15th through the 18th. I have to look at my schedule right yeah. now. I'm gonna put, put it on the calendar. calendar. That's right. So you said September one more time. 15th through the 18th. So it's a Thursday afternoon through Sunday morning. So it starts at 2 p.m. on that 15th? Yes. And okay. 2 p.m. Eastern time okay 
<laughs> it's funny yeah. the ticket thing will say 2 p.m eastern time and then it changes it to your local time and so people show up at one o'clock Matt yeah, changed Matt, it to central Matt was doing that he yeah. had no clue that it changed the time because he I think he was driving in and his class or something had that day I don't know I don't know what he was in. but anyways the time switch and he was like oh crap I hope I'm not late <laughs> Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Peterson said, Cindy, he never got my sweatshirt order confirmation. I don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure either. Um, you need a sweatshirt I, if, if maybe, talking, maybe this, is it this sweatshirt? Look, if you're, I got if you're talking about the store right now, we have a store running like an online store. Okay. Uh, for our, some Northology merchandise. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, I, I will, uh, I will ask the guy at Uper shirts tomorrow about that, Kevin. So you also do Northology. So explain what the Northology adventures. Oh, you do um, a little bit of I'm everything. Gonna, I'm going to bore everybody for a really like sit back, <laughs> grab a cup of coffee. No, you um, drink. it started many, many years ago. I had this cool little phone that took really good pictures and I couldn't stop taking pictures and I love taking pictures of you know my adventures in the woods camping mm -hmm. hiking kayaking yeah. biking and then this platform came along where you could share those pictures and I thought you know one of these days I'm going to turn it into something and I had you know built up some followers on on the old Instagram and and then I started doing the core events that was but my also, space back in the day yeah well I'd, I see I was so tech uh, challenged <laughs> that I didn't, I, I didn't get the MySpace thing. I, I, I totally just like, I ain't doing that. But anyway, I had a MySpace. Yeah. I don't even know if that's I kind of was jealous of the MySpace thing. Cause my friend had one. I'm like, Oh, you can put your own music on it. And oh, anyway, but um, yeah, I just, um, you know, started doing the events. We've done some smaller events, winter events, some whitewater rafting trips and, things like that. But it's funny, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had like mm -hmm. this, oh, it was 2020. I've got this whole, like, schedule of things we're going to do. And the pandemic hits. Mm -hmm. and, and then I it's had, just like, stop. I had to cancel events early on, yeah. obviously, you know, we had yeah. this, we were going to do this camp cooking thing. This guy that works at the restaurant with Chad was going to come out and do Dutch oven fried chicken. Oh, and show us how to make that and you know certified chef out in the woods that he loved camp too um but yeah so i'm like oh i gotta you know from like what march to april and may and june still like, going yeah just like done nothing yeah so i had a lot of time on my hands and i had some friends my friend christopher and my friend doug a couple other people had always said you know you should do a magazine and i'm like eh, nobody reads magazines anymore um but the slowdown, yeah, the, the pandemic kind of, I, I thought, well, I, I got time, like, let's research. How do I do this? You know? Mm -hmm. um, so I started it and that was in, I think the first issue came out in May or June of 2020. Okay. And grew from about like 30 pages to now we're doing like 60, 70 pages a month. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, and again, a thank you and shout out here to all of the people that support this, the advertisers, you know, every month I add one or two, and um, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's I, you know, obviously I write for it every once in a while, but mostly mm -hmm. it's contributed content from people that I know or have seen something, and I thought, hey, you, I love this, like, for a long time we had... Mm -hmm. Delia Mo with Mo Leisure Expenditure. She was writing stuff every okay. month about full time overlanding. Yeah. And uh, I miss you, Delia. <laughs> Shout out to Delia. And um, yeah, we've had a lot of cool things like my friend Mark with UP Jeeping and my friend Asa. And then, like, this month we're going to have something about hammock camping in the winter with oh, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. So it's just a lot of different stuff. And it's not just overlanding stuff, it's like overlanding. But like also, thank you, Nathan. That means so much, man. Um, you know, like mountain biking, we've had um, just all sorts of different like astrophotography things. Oh, I love uh, astrophotography. Yeah. So one, the first you mentioned camping or hammocking in the winter. So that's actually one of the first trips that me and Matt took 
as a dating couple, he, I guess he wanted to throw me in over my head and see if I'd swim or die. And so, <laughs> so he, we went hammock camping and we had a rain fly, but it wasn't going to rain. It was snow. So he got down to like 16 or 17 degrees <laughs> and it was, we woke up and on top of the, there was like snow coming down and it was like frost everywhere but honestly, I say just cozy. He had made an underquilt for me out of an old oh, sleeping bag. Nice. I think you know, he, he's very MacGyver-ish. Um, and so anyway, so I stayed nice and cozy. And I had a, I had a um, one of those uh, scarves that had like a little battery pack in it. So it like stayed warm. And so I had nice. that. And I had hot hands and all the pockets. <laughs> So I stay pretty cozy, but yeah, hammock camping in the winter is something. Yeah, it it, it is. We had one guy do that uh, in, during our Christmas tree hunt a couple of years ago. I was like, what? Like, I thought I was hardcore just sleeping in my Jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that's what's fun about the magazines. Like, there's something different every every issue. And again, like, shout out, like, please, you know, go to our our website northologyadventures.com the current issue is always on the website on the first page you said it's northology adventures yep okay. there'll be a little pop-up that wants you to sign up for the subscription the subscription's free and um, you'll get an email every month when the magazine comes out and then sometimes our uh, our sponsors that. or vendor or sponsors or advertisers will have like special offers or whatever just for subscribers. We do um, some subscribers drawings from time to time. We just gave away this is so cool. Um, we just gave away a lifesaver jerry can um, oh, that, wow. that Jeremy with um, New Holland Overland worked on this uh, giveaway with us. And um, thank you, Sean. Um, also, a couple of tickets to more and an orthology t-shirt. Um, that was our giveaway last month. I have never heard of this magazine. What? I'm going to have to look it up. <gasps> How did you I know? knew I knew of CORE. I knew you were the queen of CORE. Well, and it's funny <laughs> that you, when you sent me the questions, I was like, she didn't ask me any questions about the magazine. Well, it's because, and you know, <laughs> I, I saw on your Instagram that it's Northology Adventures. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe that's just something, you know, like a side gig. <laughs> no, well, it, I guess it kind of is. But I you're mean, you have many side gigs, so but that's a big that's a big deal, girl. So you're well, like an editor and you're a coordinator. And so, can you get can you subscribe to this magazine? Tell me how. I yeah, can absolutely. If you go to northologyadventures.com, there's a, a little pop up will come up and want you to subscribe okay um if you exit out you can actually scroll down and there's a spot to enter. so does it come in your email or does it is it like a paper magazine that it's, you get? it comes to your email um, okay we don't have a paper like a like, print yeah we're not printing right now um who, who keeps that anyways that's just well, wasting, it's wasting trees too i so. have a lot of people tell me i would really like this in print well Thank yeah. you, Jason. Yeah. And, you know, um, well, you know, like for the more expo, uh -huh. um, I put together the more momentum magazine for Chris. Yeah. 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 And um, I think people really, I, I, I got, we got a lot of great feedback on that. It was nice to have something, you know, I mean, I'm you can, super pumped. Yeah. Um, and then for core, we did a core guide. Um, okay. There were some articles in there. There was extensive what to do type of information. And again, you know, we could have just done that digitally, but it, it's so nice to have that. At events like to that. To be able to thing. flip yeah. through it. And, you know, my dad wants to keep every one of them. And then, you know, even just people that contribute. Uh, Jim with Off-Road Garage Podcast. Sorry, I'm... Okay plugging another podcast on your podcast do it um, we're all in this together girl. <laughs> he submitted an article on expo east and then okay. one of the fellows that had a, a, a rig in there that he had taken a picture of he, he contacted me he's like oh my god is this in print i need a copy you know and i was like well it's not but i'll send you like the pdf of the two-page mm -hmm. spread so you mm -hmm. can print that out but so it might be in the future i mean you know there's a lot of 
details to think about. I'm super when... excited. I'm going to subscribe. You've got a new subscriber. Thank you. Awesome. I'm super pumped. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. I like take pictures of all the trips and I like to read all of the people's input. Like I said, cause like I just said, we are all in this together. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted to do this podcast is because I wanted to meet people behind the, the events, behind the vehicles, behind the everything to get to know who you are and what made you do like your dad, like driving the Pinto to South Dakota, you know, like I want to hear those stories. And, yeah. and now I know about this magazine. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. Um, it, it, I think you'll like it. And uh, actually, how do you not know about it? I, your husband, oh. has contributed an article to my magazine. I how heard he you... has a YouTube channel too. You think I'm? I don't watch a lot of those videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, I might need yeah. To subscribe to him too. <laughs> I just... Just a uh, just a shout out to Matt. Thank you so much for that article. Yeah. I really loved the gist of how you know if we're going to be going out into the woods and doing this, we need to know how to do it. Like uh, mm -hmm. that's something like in a, a lot of groups you see. Oh, hey, thanks for the ad. Does anybody have any good routes or spots? I'm like every time. I'm not going to tell you my fishing honey hole. Yeah, you know. We get, yeah. we get that so many times. If I could tell you how many times people will message us. And I understand because some people just don't understand how to put together a route. We totally get that. Um, but it's also kind of like, I don't know, give us all your information without doing it. You know, sometimes it's, you know. Well, and this is the danger. Mm -hmm. I don't See, know. Like there's Matt right there. Very welcome. Don't feel bad. My wife really doesn't watch my videos. I don't blame her. No. Um, I watched the you, one about core. Thank you. Yes. If you give somebody the coordinate, mm -hmm. they may be responsible with it. But the mm -hmm. friend that they brought mm -hmm. may not. Mm -hmm. You know? So you don't know what happens to that information. Now, a lot of times I've told people, heck yeah, Joey's articles are great too. And he had a really awesome article. I didn't uh, realize about the broadcaster was in there. Yeah, he, he did a rendezvous in the Ozark recap for us. Um, but yeah, um, where was I? Train of thought derailed. Oh yeah, like I won't tell you where it is, but oh, I totally don't blame her. Um, <laughs> but I'll take you there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's totally and we and that's one that's another reason why we also you know we got behind the whole patreon thing because we do have patreon members and a lot of those patreon members are really like we've become family with them and they have kind of the same values as us too oh. and that's you know that's how they get some of our locations um you know if they subscribe that's what we tell people if you become a patreon member you know at a certain that is so so awesome that you mentioned that and I want I will like to chat with you about that because I we just started a Patreon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um when we did I had about I see a pepper. I, <laughs> yeah. I see a little buddy. I had about six messages that said about time. And you know, for the longest time I was like, Oh, YouTubers do the Patreon yeah. mm -hmm. thing, you know. But um, that's one of the things, like, I feel like if people are willing to support you and show that support, I feel so much better about giving that information yes. and yes. sharing that with someone. Yes. Um, I think that, um, obviously, if you're going to support us and Patreon, you probably have um, a lot of the same values we do. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Um, that. I'm, our Patreon is listed on our website at Northology Adventures, yeah. and so I will definitely check that out as well. So you, yeah, and you can go to Patreon. I'm sure to find you. You can search right. for you. Right, but yeah, that's a new thing that we did, and we were quite surprised um, that people were like willing to do that, but also that they had been almost waiting for opportunities because you know the magazine's free. Yeah. I mean, it's not free to produce, but, you know, it's free. No, it takes a lot, a lot of work. Of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we like to share. 
and um, I feel like, you know, being a resource for the community and connecting people too, you know, is, is a big part of what we do. Oh, that's huge. So. That's huge. Cause that, and not only that, for like vendors and stuff, like people are going to see something they're going to be like, Oh, I want that. And they can go to that magazine and see who may be able to have that out there. Right. Oh, I'll tell you one of the things for me that is so satisfying is to see um, people that meet at like core, um, see them down the road working together, you know, that yeah. I love that. And uh, yeah, it's just, I, I told Chris from, Hey Jake, <laughs> it's one of our core team members. Uh, I told Chris from more expo, you know, like a rising tide floats all boats. There's room for everybody here, Yeah, you know, and uh, there's, yeah, it, it, it's just a great community and I'm so blessed and thankful to be a part of it. And, and I never forget, you know, who is out there supporting me and I just want the magazine and the events um, yeah. to, to be awesome for the participants or the readers and also for the people that support it, I want them to get something out of it. Um, and uh, I'm not kidding. I'm excited. I'm going to go check that out as soon as I get off of here. And thank you. Because yeah. I, I want to see now what it's all about. Now that I know what it is. Shame on you, shirt. Matt. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, nice sweatshirt me. there, man. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm ripping something and I don't even know. Well, and it's funny because we, we have a, an online store. We do this every once in a while where you for shirts, yeah. you know, we, we give them a few designs and they run an online store. Yeah. I never know who orders anything. I, they Use don't the, send okay. me a list and yeah. I'll see one of my friends or somebody pop up in a picture with like a shirt on that they didn't buy directly from me. And I'm like, Oh, that was a Uber shirts thing. That's so cool. So That's thank funny. you to everybody that does that. I don't know who does that. And if you want to, <laughs> please take a picture of yourself in um, one of our shirts and post it. We would love that. And we'll and hashtag we'll share it. it. Hashtag share, it. Yeah. Share um, it. Hashtag and all the social things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. Um, it's it's we are like I said, we're so totally blessed and thankful. Um, for all the awesome friends and all the people in this community and <sighs> Good old I think again. I know and I think that you said it perfectly when you said you know a rising what did you say a rising tide floats all boats yep love that because that's so true and if we all had that same mentality we would get so much further than where we would if we were just doing things on our own Oh, yeah. I, I see it like in some of the local, like off road shops or, you know, mm -hmm. some of the local stores, um, some of the local outfitters that have like a, an adversarial, everyone's out to get me. So I have to um, no. be defensive and, you know, go even sometimes on the offense. Yeah. Um, but no, we yeah. should be all on this, all supporting each other and, that's that's why I'm like mentioning all the people that way. I mean, everybody's going to be closer to somebody else. You know, it's not all based about yourself. <laughs> right. But anyway, so, okay. We know we can find you on NorthologyAdventures.com. And you're going to be at CORE next September 15th through the 18th. Yep. Anything else that we can do? Patreon is also available for you. Give us a quick rundown of what's going on next in your world before we end the show. Um, next in my world, I think we might be planning a large event in the spring, early summer in um, somewhere in the UP. Really? Yes. Somewhere that has mountain biking and whitewater rafting and hiking and climbing and trails for off-road. Okay, you're going to have to give yeah. us more info later on that. I, yeah, later. later how can, can, how can we find out more of this? Is it going to be on NorthologyAdventures.com? Uh, anything I do or we do will be on NorthologyAdventures.com okay. eventually. Um, yeah. 
So follow your Facebook channel as well. Do you have a Facebook yeah. page? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. Okay. It's on Facebook. It's so, so I, I just totally completely messed up some things early on. So there's Northology Overland on Facebook. <laughs> That's basically our adventures yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on Instagram, it's Northology Adventures. I also do have a Northology, just plain old Northology Facebook and Instagram that don't so really. So like all the things and you yeah, the the, the plain <laughs> Northology one though isn't getting a lot of um, attention to right now because I'm doing some kind of like some strategic planning for how we're gonna um, engage those channels. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, there might be an app in the future. I've been working on that as well. Girl. A guide to everything. Little did I know. And that yeah. would be a great place for also the the letter. The magazine. You can put it all through there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's fun. Um, but it's also like a tall order. <laughs> yeah. So. That's why you need the support. I yeah, and you know, understand. it's funny now that you say that. I did, I like had this little list of things like, oh, I, when I'm talking to Kara, I have to make sure I mention these yes. things. You pull um, out your notebooks, Cindy Pope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, in the magazine right now, there is an awesome gift guide for overlanders and adventurers. Um, and I want to shout out really quick, just a few of the super supporters of the gift guide. Okay. Um, Max Built, Beadlockers. Um, Tembo Tusk, uh, Dead Miners, Fresh Coast Cabins, New Holland Overland, and All Things Overlanding. I uh, had a big part in supporting the, the, the little gift guide section that's in there. Little Lots did we cool know. Stuff. I wonder what Fletch recommends for gift giving. I Is wonder if he recommends a low-riding car. Uh, I don't think he would recommend that. <laughs> He, he sent me a message before core. He's like, you are not going to believe what I'm showing up to core in. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I can't tell you anymore. It'll be a so. surprise. Oh my God. Like him and, 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 and Matt and well, Matt McClellan and Matt Fry and yeah. Jeremiah and all the, it's like Rob Miller was there. I didn't even, Rob, I didn't even know you were there. Um, yeah. And uh, Brandon, or I'm sorry, Braxton. I call him Brandon Braxton with welcome to the outdoors. All those. Yeah fun youtube people they had so much fun it was so yeah. crazy yeah and so much good video came out of that and thank you guys thank you oh, oh they had God. such a blast awesome youtubers it was basically like a youtubers hangout yeah <laughs> well and it's funny because at one point i had asked a friend locally like who's into media and, and audio and video all this video stuff and i had asked him some uh for some advice mm -hmm. about that and then i completely ignored all of his advice <laughs> and actually that's when jeremiah started doing our video and so i ran into him later i'm like dude i totally found out how to do the video for the the brand and, and for the event he's like yeah. oh i'm like get somebody else to do it <laughs> the perfect uh, so the per people that are already doing it and and much better at it than me just yeah it's one thing. It's one off. thing less off of your plate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Jeremiah is amazing. He's an amazing person. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's pretty great. So when are you coming to the Ozarks, Cindy? You know, I really like to. I think it's on the list for 2022. Um, just get some vehicle things straightened out. Okay. And Matt, everybody says that, but it's just, you know. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I don't know. Do we want 900 people at core? You know, the town of Copper Harbor, the year round population is 80. Yeah. 80. I mean, in the summer, you know, there's tourists, they hire more people and the stores are. That could be a, open. that could be a whole conversation itself. Like how yeah. do you, how do you grow without the pains of growing? Well, one thing we did an experiment this year is we did release some day passes mm -hmm. um, and we had some success with that. Um, and I do want to increase the value for the vendors. I mean, we do have new people come in, you know, it's not this exact same people every year, mm -hmm. but, but this next year we're going to 
release a lot more day passes so people can come out for just Friday or just Saturday or both days and they don't have to. I mean, the Trails End Campground is absolutely gorgeous. You know, most mm -hmm. of the campsites are, you know, little coves in the trees. Right. And some of them are open on the lake. Um, so there's like finite, it's not like a big field where you could squeeze right. more people in there. Um, right. So to, and even just the local folks, I'm sure that some of the, you know, people in town would be like, Hey, let's go check out this thing that's going on. Oh, this overland, uh, what, what, you know, check mm -hmm. out the rigs. Mm -hmm. um, so I think adding the day passes is going to be good. Uh, and then people can come up and they can camp at the other campgrounds in the area, or they can go do the dispersed camping thing. Yeah. Um, and they can come in for the day and, and enjoy, you know, the afternoon, go to the vendor village. You know, we have music at night and uh, little giveaways and stuff. So yeah. I think that's how we're going to grow for 2022. And uh, I think that, you know, adding a second event, it may not be in Copper Harbor, uh, but we'll add a second event that's not exactly a carbon copy. It's going to be a little different, but giving I think people... that's good that, and that it gives people a variety. Like if they can't come in the winter, they can come in the the off season, like the spring or the summer. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll do one um, early in the year so you don't have to wait all summer to go to the UP. <laughs> yeah, because then that, that may cut down on a lot of people coming in at one time too. Yeah, they may be like, oh, do we go in June or do we go in September? You know, maybe June works better. Up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there, there will be. <laughs> there will be. I know if it's in our plans, we just may be those people. <laughs> you won't regret it. I, I kid you not. It's it's amazing. And I get up there as much as I can. Um, it's really cool. So. so is Copper Harbor or up north? Is it? It's, someone asked, are you open all winter? I'm assuming they mean like up to go to the events and stuff. Um, Can you go off-roading and that kind of stuff? That's what I'm assuming that she means. Marianne, I would say the UP is open all winter, but not so much for off-road activities. The, there's so much snow. Um, a lot of the trails are snowmobile trails in the winter. Mm -hmm. um and it's just really hard to get over the plow berm that's like six feet tall and then go on a, a you know road that's not maintained um in fact there's a, a northern michigan university does a spring opener in april every year and now mm -hmm. i'm telling you april you'd think the snow would be all gone it's not gone till may Oh my gosh. And so one April I had some friends that went to the spring opener and they're like, it took us two hours to go hundred yards. We're done. There's okay. it's just, and by that time it's all like concrete too. That sounds like Pritchett Canyon. <laughs> I have not been there, but I know where you're talking about. Oh. Anytime he said, anybody says that they can't travel that far and it takes so many hours. I just don't want to really think Pritchett because it yeah. was just a nightmare. But anyways. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on my show. Thanks really for having me. I learned some things. I learned you have a whole, you know, magazine that I didn't know about. And I heard that you're going to have some special for the spring. I'm really excited. Cool. Well, I'm excited to have you up here. Like, if you don't look me up when you come up north, I'm going to blame Matt. You will. You should blame everything on him. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm seriously immediately going to go to northologyadventures.com and sign up on that newsletter. I'm super pumped. Awesome. So I appreciate that for sharing that with us. But thank you, thank you. Alrighty. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to Wonder Wonder Repeat with Cindy Pope and Northology Adventures, and also the Kiwana Overland Adventure Retreat Coordinator and her beautiful little puppers right there. This here. is Daisy. Say hi, Daisy. Hi, Daisy. <laughs> She Bye, just woke up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Y'all have a great afternoon. Bye.